Shut up and sit down. Hey, and welcome to the Frey MMA podcast, where it doesn't matter if you're a casual fan or a championship fighter. Join us in our discussion about the beautiful sport, which is mixed martial arts. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Frey MMA podcast. Today we're speaking to Cornelia Holm. Connie Future was in the house. Uh, we speak a bit about Octagon MMA and her f- upcoming fight against Lucy Pudilova. And we also speak about fighting in different countries fighting during the corona time and a secret rap career so here's the interview with connie future and here we go connie future is in the house cornelia home how are you doing i'm i'm great Uh, i'm really good today is my first day without carbs and salt and stuff so like the real um, weight cutting day so i'm a little tired but uh, and i just worked out but yeah, no, so I feel, I, I always felt like um, getting fights in the winter kind of thing. It, it must be so much different to, to doing it in the summer as well, right? In what way? You mean like weight cutting? Yeah, I'd say that in the winter is when people want to, or people's bodies crave more food, right? Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Like I've never had any problems. Like as soon as I get a fight, I have no problems not eating or you know eating only fish and vegetables like i don't i don't really care maybe maybe it's just me then (laughs) outside of cat though i i can eat uh way too much than i should yeah yeah. so so we'll do a bit of an introduction piece uh for the people that may not know you can we go to the beginning of how you got into mma We could, uh, and that's, like, I don't know why I always have like a hard time answering that question because I don't really, like there's a simple answer. There's a simple answer that I started with uh, wrestling or actually I started with like Japanese jiu-jitsu when I was uh, eight or nine, ten, somewhere around that. And uh, then I went over to wrestling. I wrestled for 10 years or something, uh, competed a lot and uh then I took like a break, but like why I started in May, I'm not uh, not really sure. Like the simple answer is probably that I I've always been like uh, like strong, physically strong, and I wanted to uh, just like that kind of sport. Like I've never been into team sports. Uh, I kind of always wanted, you know, all eyes on me. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I I also think that. If I'm going to be real honest, I think that MMA was like the coolest thing I could come up with. Like uh, when I started, there wasn't many female MMA fighters. um, And that's always been like uh, something I was drawn to doing things that not many people do. Uh, Yeah, so I think that was a big part of it. Like it felt like, okay, this is the coolest fucking thing I can do. And then when I started, I like I felt like this is something I can be really good at. I felt that immediately, and with my wrestling background too, so just was a perfect match, I think. I mean, it, yeah. def- it definitely sounds like it. I mean, you're four and two as a professional right now, but in your amateur career, 
Well, is it the 2016 IMF world gold medalist, European gold medalist, Swedish gold medalist, and then another European gold medalist uh, in 2017? Is that correct? Yeah, that, that is correct. So, so I think I was a ten-fight win streak or something when I went uh, pro. Yeah. So, so for someone that kind of started this on a thing of I don't know why I did, you seem to be pretty good at it. So you found the right thing there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Definitely. I always like loved uh, boxing too. I tried boxing a little bit uh, just to do something else when I was tired of wrestling. And uh, I don't know, I come from a martial arts family. Like all of my, my dad and his brothers, they all did wrestling. His dad, my grandmother's dad did wrestling. Even my mother wrestled for a bit. Uh, so like everyone did that and my mom always been a huge fan of fighting like I remember when I was a kid she was up watching like Mike Tyson in the nights and she loved boxing she's a huge MMA fan now of course so yeah I don't know fighting has just been a thing always in my family I think well, it seems to be a lot of deep deep roots of wrestling in Sweden as well uh, I see a lot of people have that as a background yeah and at least like back in the days wrestling was huge like i remember like my dad talked about when he was a kid it was you know wrestling was almost as big as like soccer like football Hmm. uh it was either wrestling or football at least in some parts of sweden uh it's it's not at all like that now it's it's pretty sad to see like a lot of wrestling clubs have shut down the last, I don't know, 20 years or so. Mm. Uh, before there was like a wrestling club in every tiny little small town in Sweden, there was a wrestling club. So yeah, it's been, it's been a big, still pretty big. We're, we're still good in Sweden at wrestling, but uh, yeah. And now we're seeing these uh, small towns opening up MMA gyms. So that could be a, a good step to the future, I guess. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, I think some old, old farts, they, they blame MMA, but uh, <laughs> I think it went uh, downhill for wrestling before MMA, actually. But yeah, that's really nice to see. MMA is growing a lot everywhere. Yeah. So, so the big hot topic right now is uh, December 5th, Octagon MMA, that's Octagon with a K, in the Czech Republic, you're going to be fighting on that card against Lucy Budilova. Uh, how how did your relationship start with Octagon MMA first of all? Um, so I I fought for them once before, and I think my memory is really bad. Uh, I don't even remember this these kind of things, but I think it was in June last year, uh, and I got that fi- I got that fight on like three weeks' notice too. It was pretty short, and I fought their top name. Uh, Veronica Rodova or something like that um, and it was just a great show like it's my favorite show I've ever been to it's it was really amazing like everything about it uh, I never felt more like a superstar than I did after that fight it was <laughs> it was crazy and I think uh, like in the audience it was something like 15,000 something so I, I looked and it, that's more than like UFC has when they've been to Stockholm. Uh, so it's like a big event, really big. And the fans is uh, amazing. 
really really cool place yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure everyone could check it out. On, I think it's up on YouTube. It, it was a massive stadium, and, and it really did yeah. light a fire under people. Um, do you know if this event is going to be with public or not, Dan? Uh, no public. Yeah, unfortunately, no public. Um, it's probably going to be great anyway. I, I think so. But, yeah, it sucks. Like, I, it's cool. It's cool when a lot of people are watching you live. Mm. It's always so nice. Yeah. But as you know, it's also a big promotion in in that, that side of the world, around the Czech Republic and around Europe. So you know that people will be tuning in for that as well. Yes, for sure. For sure, they will. So yeah, what, yeah. what's your thoughts on your opponent, Lucy Putilova, who's just uh, come out of the UFC? I think she's had, now had one fight out of, out of the UFC. She has uh, more than double the, your fights, shall I say. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on her? Um, I actually like, I have had her name on, uh, I have a list of names of people that I want to fight for different reasons. Uh, and she's been like in the top of that list for, since she got cut from the UC and I don't know, she's, I feel like she's a perfect matchup for me. Uh, she's super tough. Uh, I know that she, she hits really hard, uh, because my, my friend Lena Lansbury, she fought her twice. So I think I got the name from her. I think Lena told me like one year ago, she was like, oh, Cornelia, you need to fight this girl. Lucy Pudlova, she would be great for you. Um, but yeah, she's she's like wild. She has like a wild style. I think it's hard when I watch her fights, it's hard to see what her game really is. Like I can't really tell what her game is. She's just... She comes to fight and, and she does that really good. Like she, yeah. Um, so it's gonna be fun, very exciting. Uh, I'm hoping for some blood. Like that's the mindset I, I got before this fight. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get hit really hard. Maybe I will break my nose. And I'm like totally fine with that. It's It feels, <laughs> it feels pretty great. Like, uh, yeah, it's gonna be tough. And, uh, but I feel very, very confident, very calm, for sure. It's interesting, nonetheless, hearing your mindset like that, that you do want to go into a war with someone that you can't really figure out. I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of MMA fighters that, you know, a lot of managers or promotions may say that they take easy fights. But for you to actually go in here and be like, this is going to be a really hard fight for me and I want to challenge myself. It's it's quite cool to to hear from a from a fight fan that a, a fighter is like that. Yeah, thank you. But I also I'm super confident that I will win. Like it's not like uh, yeah, I can see a lot of ways that I will win, and and I can see very few ways that she would win. Uh, so I do feel very confident. Uh, but I think it's gonna be tough. But yeah, I will win this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So has Lena Landsberg been on the game plan meetings with you? Uh, has she been giving you some pointers there? She has. She has a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's been like things that you can see, and it's that she, yeah, she fights very good walking forward. That's one thing. Like she, she brawls and she's wild and she, she punches a lot and hard walking forward. But I feel like when she walks backwards, not that much. And I'm a wrestler, I'm a pressure fighter, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pressure her into yeah, defeat. 
<laughs> so looking back at your record as well, uh, you, you obviously represent Sweden, but you've been fighting all, almost all around the world. Uh, your last fight was even in Abu Dhabi and uh, fighting in South Africa and now fighting in the Czech Republic. Do you feel any kind of um, stress or, or, or mental um, anything mental for fighting outside of your own backyard, shall I say? No, definitely not. They are like opposites almost. Uh, like fighting, I've been fighting last year I fought twice at home here in Gothenburg and I feel like that's that pressure is way worse because you got you got your family you got all of your friends you got like when you're on home soil it's like you have to win you have to win my last fight was also uh here in Gothenburg it was against like a super young girl she was like 19 years old she only had one professional fight I got her like five days before the fight I think I had like five six different opponents and eventually okay we got this girl now and it's you know it's so close to the fight so we had to to take her but that's like a nightmare it's a nightmare fighting someone that you like I had to beat her and not only beat her like I had to finish her it would have been some way like almost embarrassing not to so that pressure is way worse yeah. This is a dream fight. Like I'm, I'm away. Uh, I'm finding a really good name. Like there's no real that kind of pressure. I don't really have it. Um, even though you always have to win. Like it's you're professional and it's it's important, of course. But it 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 feels easier. I think more calm. Yeah, that that's completely understandable. And as well that you are representing Sweden in these different countries and these different promotions, I think is great for Swedish MMA. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope so. So uh, here's a little thing that I was also saw when when reviewing your previous fights, and that is, uh, it seems like you prefer the singlet, so so the one piece kind of instead of the shorts and the t-shirt kind of thing. Is that something we're going to see here as well? Unfortunately, not, because I really like that. It's uh, I think it's kind of cool to represent uh, the wrestling uh, side. Uh, or my wrestling background but actually they uh, they do like they have the clothing for you so you can only they will print everything i send my sponsor logos to them and they they do everything for me and you can only choose between like uh, loose shorts or tight shorts so, yeah so that's something we'll, we will be seeing in the future i mean as you said it's something that you like to give a hats off to the wrestling world there yeah, yeah, I like it. So you will see it, I think. Because yeah, I thought it was a bit odd. It's not something that you see every day. So I, I guess you're kind of making it your thing. Yeah, I know. I've seen um, I've seen one girl having it. Carla Esparza, you see. Like before the Reebok, she she uh, fought in the wrestling singlet a couple times, I think. But that's the only time I've seen it. So, yeah. I'm not completely original, but almost. <laughs> well, we got the we got the history lesson there of, of the singlet. Let's talk about the the fight name, Connie Future. Where did that come from? And, and uh, like, was it a coach or something? And 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 will you be rolling with that for the rest of your career? <laughs> no, it was 
it was actually like my friend and like former boss at work. I worked at like a supplement store and she was the uh, like store manager. Um, I don't know why, but we we was just joking around with names. Like I didn't have any name. She said like, you need a name. <clears throat> and she always called me Connie. It's not everyone. Now everyone calls me Connie, but before it wasn't like, it wasn't really a thing, but she called me Connie. And uh, I don't know. I think she came up with it and I was immediately like, okay, that's super cool. It sounds like, you know, like a SoundCloud rapper or something, you know, mixed with the, I don't know, a Swedish farmer or something. I don't know. I, I, I just liked it. So yeah, uh, it, it, it stuck and I think I will stick with it. It's yeah, it's my name now. So it sounds like something you can make like a comic book over later on in life kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Like Connie is such a great name. It's, uh, I love it. Connie Futures. You know, you can change it up a little bit. Like when I was in South Africa, I became Connie Drama after I changed team like the last week. So I got, became Connie Drama. Then uh, I told my coach when that was when I was going to South Africa. I had these dreams of making uh, lots of money. So, <laughs> and on my way to South Africa, I, kept sending him pictures of like super fancy cars you know at airport they always have i don't know big expensive cars for some reason in the middle of the airport so i took picture of everyone i saw and i hashtag connie paycheck and i sent it to my coach so connie paycheck is also a future name maybe we'll see but the, the connie brand is is just starting yeah yeah connie connie is uh for sure. And then we can just, you know, yeah, branch out from that. <laughs> so you spoke a bit about it there, South Africa, you was on a show out there called The Fighter with um, Extreme Fighting Championships or EFC. What was that like? I mean, I I've spoke to, for example, Pani Kianzad about the Tough House, but this must have been, I, I would say that it would be a lot different it being in South Africa. Yeah. Um, the biggest difference was that they didn't have any like rules regarding, you know, our phones. We could have phones, laptops, we could walk around outside the house. We could do whatever we wanted. So it was like the best experience. It was really, really cool. South Africa is, uh, it's a very cool, interesting country. Um, a lot of not very cool history if you want to check that out and uh yeah it, it was it was very nice and yeah i don't know good experience uh for sure the training was nice like everything was top-notch we lived in a really uh cool like um like top floor apartment, like two floors mm -hmm. with big windows. We had a view over like, uh, I don't know, like a really fantastic, uh, like part city, part, uh, I don't know, jungle like uh, landscape. It was, uh, yeah, it's very nice. Sounds like something you can sure. only get in South Africa. Uh, but it, it sounds good that you did have the kind of technology to be able to get yourself away. Uh, because I've heard from, you know, people that are on shows like Tough and, you know, 
big brother if you're not looking at the MMA world that it is a bit difficult to be in someone's face all of the time. Did you have that kind of difficulties as well? No, not really. Like we didn't have any, like the the producers were really happy when I changed team because something happened because there was no drama, nothing happened uh, because we could do like, we could just walk away, go to the shopping mall or go, you know, where we wanted. And we had people doing our laundry, doing our dishes. Like there was, you know, nothing to argue about really. Um, I know just was just one like my roommates that was pretty funny like the first day I picked a girl immediately because I was like okay I think this is a smart choice for roommates because she was older she was like 36 she was very quiet so it's like that's perfect roommate material but then the first morning she woke up five in the morning opened up the curtains like started doing stuff in the room and uh, I just I didn't snap because I don't snap at people, but I was, I told her like later on, I think I told her like the next day because she did the same next day too. So I told her just like, that's, it's, it's not really okay for me that you're doing this. Like if you're going to wake up, please just, you know, quietly go out. Please don't stay in our room. Uh, but she got pretty upset. She, she was a bit drama. Um, and I know she told everyone that I was super mad at her, but I wasn't. So, so the drama show could have started started pretty early then. Could have. If I was if if I was uh, a drama, I'm not really into that. But yeah. So um, let's talk a bit bit more about your fight. Uh, where can people watch it? Uh, especially people in Sweden that that would probably be watching this as well. Uh, the only place that I know you can watch it is on octagon.tv they're gonna have a pay-per-view at their uh, like website so it's octagon maybe it's octagonmma.tv I'm not sure but yeah we'll we'll get some links down below don't worry Uh, they'll be right next to Connie's Instagram but you also need to check out Uh, yes of course Um, so so, uh... How do you feel like this fight will will be going against Lucy, Lucy Pitalova? You, you you obviously said that you are going to be the victor, but how do you see it uh, going? Are, are you are you seeing a finish here? Um, what I've heard, she's like pretty hard to finish. She's like tough, durable, um, but I still feel like I definitely see me finishing her. Uh, I will take her down. Um, she she looks. I'm not going to say she looks easy to take down because then it will be fucking impossible when I try. But uh, like there's <laughs> there's a lot of like holes there. I, I, I'm going to take her down and uh, yeah, um, hopefully finish her. It sounds like otherwise, good... yeah. Sorry, go on. Uh, no, otherwise just like grind her out for three rounds. That's okay with me too. That sounds so, like a good yeah. plan. So, uh, after this as well, are you looking to fight more internationally or are you looking to do a bit more Swedish shows because the the rumblings in the grass is that uh, Sweden is, you know, especially Swedish MMA, that was just this huge superior challenge event as well. A lot of eyes are on, are on this country for, for their top stars now. Yeah, 
I'd like I'd love to fight uh, in Sweden. I'd love to fight anywhere. And that's that's the thing right now. You can't you can't be picky whatsoever. Like I've been looking for a fight since when did they start? Like when Brave came to Sweden. We were looking for opponents for me for all four events and you know we've been searching everywhere. Um so I mean I just I just need to fight. So wherever that will be, I will be very happy with that. Uh, it doesn't really matter right now. As long as you get something. Was there difficulties finding your fight because of the whole Corona thing, or and uh, if not, how has the Corona pandemic been affecting you and and your gym, should I say? Yeah, I think definitely because of Corona, uh, it's been way harder to find. I'm not sure. It's not me that I've been talking with fighters, uh, but my guess is that either it's been hard to get them to Sweden, uh, or it's been like maybe this year has made fighters not really ready to take a short notice fight for example um and that's been like the the case for me too i've been having to work a lot a lot more than i usually do because there's been no other way of earning money so yeah it's been tough our gym has been like fine i think we had like two weeks of lockdown and Whenever that was in March, maybe. But then we started. Then we started training. We trained a lot outside, a lot of like striking. But yeah, as soon as we were allowed to, we we started resting. So we've been like inside doing full MMA training for most part of the year. Yeah. It's been good. Do Do you feel like uh, a lot of promotions are actually having problems with finding female fights or, or female fighters because? You know, people say that it is such a male-dominated sport and such, but uh, would you say that there there is quite a small picking of female fighters, uh, especially at your weight class? I wouldn't say that actually, like because I've been myself, I've been sending lists of lists of names of opponents that, like you know, you go into topology, you check the rankings, you see. Uh, what girls are active at your weight class right now and in the rankings. And there's like, there's a lot of girls. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure why it's, why it's hard to find an opponent. Then it's also like, okay, you don't want to fight someone that only has like one or two fights. Maybe uh, I'm not sure why it's that hard. Obviously it's not as many girls as uh, uh, male fighters, but there's, there's still a lot there. Like I've been looking through those rankings like day in day out. There's a lot of girls. Um, I just don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so will, yeah. will we be seeing this Connie kill list at at some point? Will, will that be posted at some point? <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, I don't know. Should that be public? I'm not sure. It sounds like an interesting way to promote yourself for sure. I mean, I know that some fighters will probably be like, wait, my name's there? Like, or maybe they'll be even more annoyed if their name is not there kind of thing. So it'll be a oh. lot of opportunities. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a couple names that I like uh, that are kind of not friends to me, but like people I know. Um, but yeah, whatever. Maybe. Connie Killist. Yeah. It's good. It, it, it goes well with Connie drama. I mean, 
maybe yeah. maybe you have to change the Instagram name there. Uh, so, so we spoke about the the Connie kill list and and uh, Connie future. Let's talk about Connie rapper because <laughs> I've heard that you you are a big rap fan and that you can rap. Uh, I I tried once or not once, but like during a period, I tried rapping. Um, I'm not sure why. And it's been like ten years ago. I rapped for like a couple, not years, maybe just one year. Like I, I tried recording some some songs with a friend of mine. It didn't turn out that great. I hope no one ever listened to them, um, even though I did post them. But yeah, and I did like a couple open mics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was actually like the last open mic that just made me, okay, I'm never going to do this again. Because I was, I bombed so hard. <laughs> and I, uh, I get embarrassed just thinking about it. But uh, it was fun. Like sometimes I do it still. Like it's, I think it's fun to write uh, like bars and uh, yeah. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a rapper. I'm not really good at it. It's just a, a party trick that you do though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After you know, like uh, ten plus tequila shots, it's yeah. <laughs> so, so we will be we will be seeing you rapping yourself to the octagon at, at any point, like instead of the the walkout music. Like I sh- I'm I'm the kind of person that you should never say never because I'm kind of like up for anything. I'm I'm the one that if you're gonna do something crazy and you want someone with you, ask me. I will probably say yes. So it's not um, probably not, but yeah. Well, if it happens, we'll be listening in to see if there's any frame and may bars in there. Uh, <laughs> so so this is usually the time that uh, we want to give our guests uh, the time to say thanks or you know to say give light shine a light to any inspirational people any sponsors any family friends fans anything like that so this will be your time to do that now oh um should i do it in a rap no i'm kidding that would be great uh, that, that would bring the views in that'll bring the, <laughs> the hip-hop views in no um, um that was definitely a joke but yeah um First, I just want to thank uh, my gym. It's the best gym, the best family, GBG MMA, my coach, Joaquin Ember. Um, for this fight, I'm also bringing a second coach. It's my first fight abroad. Uh, bring a second coach. I'm going to bring Jimmy Lagerstrom. It's our uh, head BJJ coach. I'm very happy about that. He's coming with us. Um, and then, yeah, all my friends... I have some that's really supportive. They've been there since day one. Uh, been to every fight. Uh, I love you guys. And yeah, my family too. That's it, I think. Shout out. <laughs> that sounds good. That, that sounds good. Um, and everyone, if you're going to be uh, tuning into Octagon MMA, there'll be a link down in, in the bottom in the description or on the top if you're listening to this podcast or anything like that. So make sure to tune in December 5th, Octagon MMA, Cornelia Holm versus Lucy Budilova. It'll be a great show for sure.
So again, thank you for your time. I know this is super close to the fight and everything. Um, and we'll speak to you very soon. Thanks. Thank you.